0: Studios. Hi there, it's Lucas Miller here, your guest host for the week. Welcome to Radio Headspace and to Tuesday. This week is all about using neuroscience to optimize your energy so you can perform better at work and get more out of life. We've all heard the saying, I'll sleep when I'm dead. But the reality is that sleep is a huge part of our lives. In fact, we actually spent a third of our lives asleep and it's the foundation of both our health and our performance. And without sleep, you simply won't have the energy to do your best work. Today is dedicated to strategies to help you get more sleep and better quality sleep. And if you have trouble falling asleep, I'll also share some tips to help you get to bed faster. When we don't get enough sleep, Consistently, we're getting less than seven hours. That's how I define not enough sleep. There are so many different performance-related factors that dip when we don't get enough sleep. We are more tired, more distractible. We're also more emotional. We are more overconfident in ourselves, even when our answers are wrong, which can be very dangerous. We're more likely to get sick. The common cold, COVID, all of it. We are also, in all sorts of blind studies, deemed less trustworthy. Some of the culprits that lead to poor sleep are the following. The first is having caffeine too late. A lot of people routinely have a cup of coffee, 5, 6, 7 p.m. to get through the evening. Caffeine has a half-life of over eight hours, which means that if you have caffeine at 4 or 5 p.m. and you're trying to go to bed at 10 or 11 p.m., that caffeine is still super active. My general rule of thumb, especially for people who have issues falling asleep or they don't feel like their sleep is as high quality as it should be, is to limit caffeine to at least eight hours before going to bed. So if you go to sleep at 11 p.m., that means cut yourself off at 3 p.m. I know there's this piece of advice out there that we should all be getting Eight hours of sleep. That's actually somewhat of a myth because if you set your alarm for eight hours after you go to sleep, you're likely to wake up in the middle of a sleep cycle, in a stage of sleep that is relatively deep. And so if you jolt yourself out of that, you're really groggy and you want to go back to sleep. Sleep cycles, on average, run about 90 minutes in length, so 1.5 hours. If you add that up, five sleep cycles is seven and a half hours, and six sleep cycles is nine hours. If I set my alarm for seven and a half hours after I go to sleep, I wake up feeling more refreshed, more energized than if I set it for eight hours. Even though I'm technically sleeping less, I'm waking up at the end of a sleep cycle. I'm waking up when I'm in light sleep or just coming out of sleep, which makes it easier to jump into the day. When it comes to napping, First, you want to limit the duration to 20 minutes maximum. If you set an alarm for 30, 45 minutes, you take a nap for 30 or 45 minutes, what usually happens is you descend too deep into deep sleep and you wake yourself up at 30 or 40 minutes and you feel really groggy. You actually feel sometimes worse than before. If you cut yourself off at 20 minutes max, then you never descend into those deeper stages of sleep and you wake up feeling fully refreshed, ready to go. Now I will say, if you have any issues falling asleep at night, I do not recommend napping. And I generally don't recommend napping for PM shifted people who have enough trouble winding down, getting to sleep on time. If you want something else to experiment with, there's a concept called a nappuccino that I did not come up with. I'll give credit to Dan Pink and his book, When. Here is how it works you have a cup of coffee or a strong cup of tea or however you want to get your caffeine, and then you go down for a 20-minute nap. Because caffeine takes about 15 to 20 minutes to kick in, you're napping, and then as you wake up from the nap, the caffeine takes full effect. And then you have a burst of sustained energy going into the second half of the day post-nap, and you also haven't had the caffeine too late, such that it's going to impact your ability to fall asleep later when you want to. That's all for today. Tomorrow is all about the science of taking effective breaks. I'll share how to best use that downtime so you can stay focused and energized when you're on the clock. Until then, take care, and I'll see you back here soon.